0: my children and welcome to the generation 10 podcast weekly show with gen x y and z talking about whatever stuff with a guest if you're watching on youtube please note the beam of light shining through our logo (laughs) i'm atlas novak i'm your millennial who else is with me i'm dino the genetic marvel and i'm your gen x sir and uh, back with us this week, uh, it is John
1: D. Ruddy, the YouTuber. How are you, good sir? Hello from Ireland. I am good, uh, enjoying enjoying the wonderful sun sunlight <laughs> shining from the heavens. <laughs> um it's yeah, so no, like one, one out of three days a year that you get full sunshine, and we got it. So yeah. oh, I know, yeah. right? I know, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I'm good. Uh, kept busy, still. Um, so basically, all so many of my projects have been on hiatus for the last like year while I've been renovating my house because oh. while we renovate our house, we're living in here, and uh, so I can't. What is I, in here? I, uh, in here is um, my. Can, can I can I show you? And yeah. this, this this is this is not uh, this is not great for people listening, but for people. There's nothing incriminating in here, I don't think. This is this is our living space. This is the bed. This will ultimately be, uh, yeah, it's in wonderful condition. It, it's some uh, sort of tree fort,
2: essentially. Is what? Yeah, you're
1: pretty much, say. pretty much. Um, um but yeah, no, this this was an old stone shed, uh, yeah, like over a hundred years old, and we wow. um basically built a, a wooden shell um inside it, timber frame with like you know. Five inches of uh, insulation, and uh, how thick is the amazing. stone? How thick is the stone wall? Oh, the stone wall is like um, two feet thick. Okay, so my
2: uh, where my mom is from in Greece is called Fro- uh, Florina, which is uh, it's on, it's in the border of Albania and I guess what now is uh, Macedonia, mm-hmm. way up in the corner. And but there, the the original part of their house is uh, old. Like that shed is, and it's the same thing. Where it's stone, it's about two feet wide of stone, yeah. but you're like it's it's in, incredibly resilient to everything. So interesting. Oh yeah.
1: Oh no. Like our our, our house, uh, our house inside is um, the downstairs of it is like an old what was an old thatch cottage. Um, mm-hmm. So it's oh, it's fabulous. It's Did it really, get
0: burninated wow. by Trogdor?
1: or? Um, yeah, do you know what? I, funnily enough, I drew Trogdor about two days ago, and <laughs> there was something had popped up uh, as a video, yeah. and it was like old. Old, old reminiscent um, things from uh, the olden days of the internet, and Trogdor was on, and I, oh my god, like when I was like 19, I loved Trogdor and I drew him everywhere. I was like, I haven't drawn Trogdor in ages, so I drew Trogdor.
0: Every time I make a Homestar Runner reference, I owe Dino a dollar. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the exchange rate is between you us. That's one
1: dollar for you! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I discovered Trogdor, because I, I never... I, I, I didn't even know Homestar Runner existed um, mm. back, back in the in the 2000s, but what brought Trogdor to me was Guitar Hero 2. Mm. And, right, because uh, they
0: have it in there as like a bonus track. Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, So I was just like, what is this song? This is hilarious. And then later discovered that it was completely a thing. I was like, this is hilarious. My <laughs> Cousin showed me Homestar Runner in, like, mm-hmm.
0: 2004 or something. Uh, um, the house um, days! <laughs> yeah, so, so like, um, it was, like, she was visiting, and this is before YouTube. YouTube comes mm-hmm. out in 2005, right? So, yeah, it was the, new, grounds. Is... E, new Grounds. E-Bombs World, oh, yeah, kind of yeah. Flash Cartoons. So, like, she, uh. she showed me Homestar Runner, and then now it's, like, roughly a third of my sense of humor. That's so. so funny. Thanks, cousin Olivia, for yeah. uh, ruining me. Um.
1: It's it's funny, like the the amount of those little things that like stay stay in your mind, like oh, like th- well, like sal- on, salad fingers as well. Yeah, you know, it's just this thing that you see, and like a- anytime, anytime I say I see, always in my mind, it always follows. Then I must leave. I see, then I must leave, and it's just like what. And, and, and sometimes I even forget what it is it's like, oh, yeah, that's salad fingers. Hello there, young child. I wondered if you could be interested in rusty spoons. It's just bizarre. Okay. It okay. here's it, the earthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'm sorry, Dino. <laughs> okay. See, this is where we need our Gen Zer in here yeah. to go, guys. you yeah. talking about. It. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> it's it's really. I, I think. Caleb, I, I think. Yeah, Caleb just needs to be here. Just so talking be... about
0: old guys shit.
2: No, it's not. Yeah. But not really. It's okay. it's a weird kind of. <laughs> I remember Overstar oh, Runner. I was like, oh, that was funny, and then I just logged it in the back of my mind, and I never went back again. Every once mm. in a while, like, what was that? Oh, right. Because I my fondest memory of Homestar Runner was uh, his video where he's like, this is a website.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: bienvenida, a homestar yeah. runner and you're like, that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, apparently it kept on going after I saw it and became quite quite the thing. So install It's dot com.
0: <laughs>
2: uh it, like you, John, every once in a while I'll go, it's dot com.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, it's
2: just fantastic. Yeah. It just came
1: out of my nose. God damn it. <laughs> nice. Oh, what's, what's really funny, actually, I was listening to oh, this was years ago now, um, but I had on the audio commentaries for Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. um, but always each each episode would be like either you'd have the directors of one episode or then they'd group some of the actors together yep. but there'd always be one episode per season at least in the early seasons when they still gave a shit about the show um where <laughs> yeah. they had Around that yeah the, where they had the three start kids yeah doing yep. an audio commentary and of course in season 1 oh, what like they're ki- they're still kids so yeah. here's these three preteens Doing an audio commentary. And it's... Like... What I'm doing here, sir, is <laughs> you're yes, gonna like they just start off and like first of all they sing through the entire game of thrones thing they're like and then they're just like giggling and laughing and going oh my god i remember when we did this but then they start trailing off at one point and they're like oh my god have you seen salad fingers oh oh yeah Isaac hasn't seen salad fingers we need to show him salad fingers and oh my god. like and, and this is like 2010 2011, and it's just like oh that's so cute there these even then you know they these Gen Zers are sitting there yeah. going oh I would watch salad fingers God. That's really funny. And I was like, I remember when Salad Fingers began. <laughs> <laughs> you merely young. adopted the Salad Fingers, <laughs> <laughs> young summer child. <laughs> yeah. I did not see
0: YouTube until I was already a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> by then, it was blinding. Yeah, actually, by that point, I was like eleven or twelve when I was going YouTube through my first today.
1: divorce. <laughs> Now is not the time for Bane references. That comes oh. later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh. All right. Well, why don't why don't we uh, ask John the questions. Um, sure. That first one, which is, uh, what is an embarrassing song from your playlist?
1: Oh, God. I have several. Last, <laughs> time, I, last time I talked about the entire discography of mouth sounds from Neil Sissi-Origa, but this time it's something... S- something that people will be more familiar with, and will be like, "Ah, I know that," uh, as opposed to this randomly obscure thing. And um, but uh, it has it has slowly but surely been working its way into my mind, and that is <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> That's so fair. just like the soundtrack yeah. from Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, great soundtrack. I That's mean, great... so okay. so a little bit of backstory. So, I mean, growing up. I, I I grew up in quite a musical house and mm. like my sisters were into musicals my parents were into musicals and um, and there was a, a there was a show in Ireland um that was on every year in the early 90s in throughout the 80s early 90s um called tops of the town where it was like different community theater groups would put together variety shows and compete against each other and whoever Hot. had to, it was awesome, cool. and whoever got to the final, I, I'm I'm shocked that they still don't do it because it's wow. a it's a great thing. But it, it was it was it was always called the John Player Tops because it was, you know, back in the day when cigarettes could sponsor things, and um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, hey, it was effective because I still remember John Player, and I always and I always think of John Player in a good light because I'm like ah, the the hits from the yeah. musicals. And when you had a hard day. John Player is there for nah. you. That's not that- Smoking kills, kids. Smoking kills. Do yeah. not start. Um, but uh, but yeah, there 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 was a section on it where they did uh, medley from uh, from Broadway, and they had like Phantom of the Opera in it. So that that was that was my kind of first thing, and I it always kind of always rolled my eyes at it, and I was always like, ugh, Phantom of the Opera. And mm-hmm. for years, that was very much my thing. And you know, there are plenty of people who continue to roll their eyes at Phantom of the Opera, and also oh, sure. fairly so. But I have been. <laughs> slowly but surely worn down by I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Musical Splaining podcast <laughs> shout out to Angie and Cave on the Musical Splaining podcast they have been them and Lindsay Ellis have been talking oh. about Phantom for years now, and like Lindsay Ellis has been talking about Phantom for years, uh, you know, she's been dropping it in here and there and mm-hmm. as as the years have gone on and as she has owned it more and more publicly at least um, they talk about it more and more and, it, and it's kind of a centre staple of that podcast where all roads lead back to Phantom, <laughs> where they always end up comparing things or talking about Phantom in some way. And I was in London a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago and I was there for work, but I had I had one day free, and I was like, Do you know what, I'm going to go see some some musicals. And I went to see Hamilton, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, I'm going to go see Phantom, just to see what all the fuss is about. Fair. And ha- having watched it, and it was a bit like, you know, uh, at the end of um, – it was one of the seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia – where Mac does the big dramatic dance to explain to what's his name, Danny DeVito, how um, how it feels to be gay, and it's this absolutely stunning, sublime dance. And mm-hmm. then at the very end of it, Danny Danny DeVito's just sitting there. He's like, I, "Oh my god, I get it." And that was me at the end of Phantom, yeah. <laughs> where I was just like. I get why people love this. I get it. I mean, it was, st- like, don't get me wrong, it was still complete trash, um, but it was the finest of trash. It was the b- It was so good. Episode so, title. So, so, yeah. It was so cheesy. <laughs> it was. But, but not only that, but, I mean, that being said, yeah. like, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber. The music just hits you. And that... Oh, yeah. And even though even though I had heard that opening overture before and I did love that opening overture before yeah. that, but oh my god, seeing it live, I just I just I started streaming tears. I was like, oh, this is this is affecting me. Oh my god! And like the and the chandelier rises up, do, 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 do. and I'm like, this is amazing. Do, 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 do. And the entire set starts coming to life and building itself on the stage, and I'm like, do, 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 do. I was like, this is oh it was so cool. And then later, you know, when it when it when it gets to the actual song, Phantom of the Opera, and they're going deeper into, and and even though I already knew a lot of. The features of it, like the candles rising up. But, but it was like watching a 1980s glam rock music video live. It was just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's been uh, floating around my, my um, playlist for quite some time now. You know, inside my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So thanks to uh, Angelina Meehan and Lindsay Ellis and Cavan uh, Even uh, even though he hates the show, I'm still holding him accountable. <laughs> at
0: the time at the time of uh, recording this, like there's not all that many episodes. Like yeah, there's like a decent backlog, but I don't know, like forty episodes looks like around. Because mm-hmm. they don't number them after the first twenty or so, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, that, that seems like something you could binge over a weekend or oh,
1: musical or
0: musical planning.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, completely. It's it's so like, or just do the ones you like, right? Yeah, well, that's it too. Uh, like you, you can kind of uh, pick and choose if, if there's a particular show that you're interested in, and mm-hmm. then on top of that, uh, well, I always feel really bad for them. So like they started it right at the start of 2020, oh. and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and so the whole idea was they were like, right, this <clears throat> this is great. This is gonna give us um, you know, an excuse to go to uh New York shows. for a weekend and just see shows the whole time, and we're there for work, but we can also record a podcast and it's brilliant, and then the pandemic just locked right in, and then and the world ended. <laughs> oh. So, I feel really bad for them. They, they did manage to get out and see a couple more shows, but they had to rejig a lot of the format. But mm-hmm. uh, they'll get back to it eventually. and I do look forward to them um, going out and seeing actual shows again. Mm. That's fair. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, second one. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Great turns. Segway is fantastic. I love it.
0: Smooth.
1: What's something you like to do because you're a grown up and no one can stop you? Um, this may sound really boring, but I suppose this is that's that's part of being a grown-up as well because grown-ups are boring as shit. Um, mm-hmm. I love True. going on long drives. I love just mm. just going what, I, I first discovered this like when I first learned to drive when I first began to drive, where I was just like, I've always wondered where this road led let's find out doubt. yeah <laughs> and so i would just go and just drive around and and i mean and ireland is so good for that because there are just so many roads so yeah. many back roads and so so many places that very few people will have have driven past and it's stunning like you know just so many gorgeous gorgeous places um so much so that i keep track of oh any, anybody watching on youtube you can actually see it I have a big map up on my wall where I mark off all of the roads that I have been on in wow. Ireland and uh, and it's a, it's, it's a great way to keep track because I can then see where I haven't been and so I know right next time I'm down in Cork I'm doing that road, I'm doing that road I'm doing that road um, but it's just, just wonderful that,
2: that map is going to be Exhibit A when they find out that you're a serial killer Okay John?
1: I know, <laughs> oh <right>? my god! <laughs> I was I was thinking of that too. Not not so much as a as a serial killer, but like there were there were a couple of um, there were a couple of Game of Thrones locations when I I, I did a, oh, yeah. I, I worked as an extra um, on a couple of episodes of Game of Thrones, and there are a couple of ones where I, I do have marked on the map. Um, <laughs> but I was like, technically, technically, this uh, there'd be all sorts of kind of NDA stuff. But like at that stage of the game, half. I was actually oh, yeah. I was very sad to see. So there was. The, um, the set of Winterfell had been yeah. sitting in a field f- since the show finished, like years ago now, it mm-hmm. had been sitting in a field just off the main road between Derry and Belfast, like literally five minutes just off the main road. And, uh, and, and, I, and I, and I knew where it was cause, and so ever, any anytime I would be driving from Derry to Belfast, I'd always turn off and go and see, see if it was still there. And yeah. as the, and as the years went on and HBO moved on, they, um, they, they kind of took away a lot of the barriers and stuff. Cause they used to have big things blocking out the road yeah. view from it. But eventually, you know, you'd be just driving past and like, <coughs> there's Winterfell. <laughs> <Hello."> <laughs> and then, uh, but very sadly, um, earlier this year, um, it uh, it burnt down and so it was all cleared away. Thank um, you. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if that was on purpose because it would make a, it would make it a lot easier to clear, right? They needed b-roll. That's yeah. the just <laughs> there. Uh, yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but yeah, hitting the open road because like Ireland has so much coast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a road trip. There, there's there's a there's a wonderful road trip that you can do. It is 2,400 kilometers long. Wow. so it's about 1500 miles long. Um, uh, it's called the Wild Atlantic Way mm-hmm. and it starts down in Cork and right. goes the whole way along the entire west coast of Ireland. And it's it took me we did in about ten days, Um but okay, it was fine. stunning, stunning. Okay. Uh, highly recommend it to anybody traveling to Ireland. It's it's you know because like it's it's so handy. You know it's, it's they're all just public roads and you just drive along and enjoy there, the view.
2: Is there a good? Uh, um, is there a lot of resources on that road trip? Like, is there a lot oh, of yeah. stations and hotels? Oh, yeah, and like. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, no. I,
1: I, Ireland is like that's a funny thing. I, um, in in Ireland, you're never too far from. Okay, you know it's it's it's, yeah. it's not like it's not like. The depths of Canada, where you know once yeah. once you go beyond <laughs> this place, yeah. there's no coming back. Yeah. Get gas you know? here, or you're fucked. <laughs> exactly. right. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. There's 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 none of that. Like I remember, um, Bear Grylls did an episode in Ireland where it was like, oh, if you get lost out in the bogs, and and he found a dead sheep and like and covered himself oh, in it, and he was like, oh, you know, and I was like, dude, just just keep walking that way. You'll hit a road, you know, <laughs> and someone will drive past eventually. You know? <laughs> I
0: feel like if you're covered in a dead sheep, it's probably going to be a harder sell to, yeah. to, to, to get the guy to stop for help. There's a guy in a dead sheep. Drive, drive, drive.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like he was backlit by a McDonald's or something. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, He's right? like sneaking around yeah. away in the sheep and you're like, yeah. I don't think that's how real life works, man. That's yeah. Don't um, move the camera. Uh, eyes on me. Eyes on me. Don't move <laughs> it over here. Don't move it over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were to now uh uh has uh have you guys invested in like massive highways or is it still mostly just just uh two lane because i know like greece went through that transition about 10 years ago mm-hmm. uh it, which is a nightmare but it was it made long term like further yeah. travel that was usually like around 10 hours down mm-hmm. to like five which is a huge difference for people who drive
1: Yes, yeah, so we do. We do have a network of motorways. Of most bigger. of most of them, yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're essentially highways, two 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 lane. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, well, four lanes, you know, going yeah, two, yeah. And, two each lane. way. Yeah, yeah. and um, but most of them lead to Dublin. Wow. Um, wow. All roads lead to Dublin when it comes to Ireland. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and you can travel 120 kilometers on those. Okay. Uh, and uh, but yeah, so so like all of the major routes are are there. So like driving from here up in Donegal down to Dublin, it'll be about three and a half hours. Okay, you know, driving from here over to Belfast, which is oh, they're they're, they're actually building uh, a much better road now between Derry nice. and Belfast. Ah, oh, it's I can't wait for it to be open. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Um, But, uh, but yeah, no, no, like there are, there are loads of decent roads as well. Okay, good. Cause Um, that's
2: like, that's one of the big issues I know, like in the States is mm -hmm. horrendous for, uh, as soon as you leave the toll road, that's the massive like interstate type highway when you're traveling, you leave that there's a certain part where you're going, Oh, these roads haven't been maintained at all. Yeah. And like, it just falls apart. But then you go to other areas and you're like, no, no, it's all good. And you're like, it's just, it's a wealth
1: disparity type thing. Yeah. So well, mo- most, most of the roads, even like, um, so like there's different grades of roads, there's like the motorways, and then you've got national roads, which you can travel up to a hundred kilometers on. And then you've got regional roads, which are generally kind of 80 kilometers and below. Right. Um, but they're all maintained by like a, a, a government kind of council, right. um, authority, um, or at least most of them are. Um, so if there is particularly bad potholes, someone will eventually come and, and, uh, fill it. But I do remember there was one time uh, years ago now, which um, did make me much more cautious on uh, just going, let's see where this little back road goes. <laughs> I, it was just outside of a town called Castle Finn here in Donegal. And I went up this hill and uh, al- along the top of the hill, there were like these really deep, um, really deep potholes. Uh, so much like like it almost kind of felt like the car was kind of dipping down into them. I was like, "Oh, that ain't good." And um, but I kind of I was like, "Well, I I don't want to turn around and go back through that." So I kept going, and I got to the other side of the hill, and it was this steep, not a road, a friggin' gully going down. <laughs> And I was just like, uh, like I was, I was already on it at this stage. I was like, ah, uh, okay. And like I was, I was like, slowly but surely, like just steering and steering to make sure that my, uh, I didn't bottom out in the car because, like, there was literally a stream carved through the middle of this excuse yeah, yeah. of a road. Yeah. And then eventually got to the bottom. Like, and I'd I'd only been driving, I think maybe about a year at this stage. So like, oh it was, god, uh, <laughs> it was recent that in nice. my. And so I got to the bottom of the hill and I was like, oh, well, thank God I don't have to go back up there. (laughs) And then I look ahead, and the road ahead dipped down and was completely waterlogged. Oh my
0: God. And
1: I was like, bollocks. I'm gonna have to go back up this hill, so I do. So I do a three-point turn or a, or a fucking ten-point turn. Yeah, and like
0: Austin Powers in the hallway.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but the road was made of fucking gravel, and oh, so no. halfway across the road, and I was like, "Shit, I'm going to have to admit defeat." And so I had I, and so I was like, right, well, I'm just gonna have to get out and walk to the nearest oh. farm. Oh and so now again, again, thankfully, this is early. you're never too far from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But still, I then I go walking for about 10 minutes and then the, the first house I see is empty. I'm like, great, thanks guys. So on over. There's another a, a big old farm. I was like, right, well, you know, farms will have tractors and stuff. That'll be fine. And uh, and so I go walking down this big long driveway, and there's this huge big dog at the bottom barking, barking, barking. I was like, oh, dude, I am not in the mood for this. Just kept walking at him. And He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I was like, no, 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 no. You you, you stay there. Thank you very much. And then uh, went and uh, knocked on the front door. Front door opens only to have a Great dame come out. And I'd never seen a great Dane up close. Apparently, they're the exact same as seeing them from far away. They're huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little horse, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and thankfully, they were able to... Um, there, there was a guy, he had a, he had a big Jeep, uh, and he was able to uh, come and... Uh, and, you? and told, told me out, or well, at least told me to the point where my car was free, and then I had to drive back up the hill myself. Um, oh my so, uh, yeah, so drove, and I say road very generously. This was a gully where, and literally, like, my car was just like, uh, uh, uh just kind of working its way. And of course, it's all, all manual as well, you know, all, we, we, we drive sick. And so, like, just sitting there in first gear, like, just uh, uh, don't stall, don't stall. Uh, uh. And uh, it was a little mountain and Goat, and I was so proud of my little Toyota Yaris. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Toyota Yaris. Yay. It was so good, I bought another one a couple of years later, and I'm still driving that one.
2: Oh,
0: yeah.
1: well, that was an adventure.
2: I'll tell <laughs> you, John, that was an adventure.
1: That, and I've uh... never been on that road ever since. Yeah,
0: I, I don't blame you. That's... Yeah. Uh, that's,
2: that's uh... And you know what, just uh, for people listening to you, like, so uh, with that that drive, you said for 22, uh, you said around 22 or 2400 kilometers, oh, that yeah. goes on the thing. You're like, yeah, that's that's an adventure. Like, that is an entire vacation, people. Like, yes. that's mm-hmm. not, like, when I, when we went uh, for our honeymoon, we went to Greece, and in about eight days, we drove 2150. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was all over Greece. It wasn't Ooh. over the course, just going yeah. here for that for all over the place, and we had many uh, adventures of. I have no idea where we are. Let's just keep driving and see what happens. I uh, did that oh, in I'm Greece. That I have too. a good sense of direction,
1: but those oh, for sure, yeah, I, easily. I, yeah, I, I I had a moment in Greece where we got completely lost. Me and my wife we got completely lost, and it was January. And we oh, no. we had gone to, where did we go? Yeah, we, we drove from Athens all the way up as far as, um, oh, what was it called? Uh, oh, over the Temple of Apollo, uh, uh, Delphi. Yes. Uh, drove up to Delphi, and that was amazing. Um, yes. And then we drove beyond there because I wanted to drive up to Thermopylae and see what the, the, the Battle of the 300 Spartans and all that was. I have pictures uh,
2: it's awesome
1: yeah that's uh, really cool <laughs> and and the smell of the hot of the hot springs ugh. and but um but yeah there was one point where we got lost going up this mountain road and i was like i don't think we should well sorry i didn't say that my wife said that i don't think we should be on this road and i'm like ah oh, let's 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 just see where it goes it has to come out somewhere oh no and then oh. you're in Greece, sir. Not yes. <laughs> And as we were going higher and higher in altitude up mm. the mountains, the roads were getting icier <laughs> and icier. Yeah. And Genius John was like, Yeah, let's. I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> Are you part uh, mountain goat? <laughs> Ultimately, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Ultimately. Uh, and of course, I'm driving on the wrong side of the road. Like you know, f- for me, so like I'm right. I'm driving in what I'm not used to either. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and so ultimately, we get to this the creepiest abandoned village. Oh, yeah, that's Locked in winter <laughs> with this one solitary dog standing there, going, "What the." F- fuck are you doing here (laughs) and we were both going we don't know what the fuck we're doing we're turning around that's what we're doing it's like did did a horror movie happen up here is are we the is this act one of a horror movie or is this the epilogue of a horror movie because it's different things are we we the people who showed up going wow what happened here are we the people showing up going we're next oh shit yeah. Um, okay. ultimately I took a picture of one of the signs cause of course it was all Greek to me. And, uh, but I took a picture of the sign to see about translating it. And apparently it was like a little hunting village. That, oh, okay. That, that, they, they, that, they kind of populate during the summer. And then in the winter they and leave
0: the dog there. That's so mean.
1: No, that'll be a it'll be a stray. It'll just, be, oh, just They yeah. they have there are animals
2: throughout the wild. uh, yeah. But there's a huge stray cat and dog population throughout Greece, yeah. right? Like it's just. But yeah,
0: yeah. that's kind of yeah. like L. A. has a coyote thing. Um, yeah, to keep do down cats. the dogs and cats. <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> but I mean, like coyotes are just kind of fucking everywhere, so it's. Yeah. Like, a less extreme version of that. So, I saw some
1: coyotes in L.A. Yeah. There
0: you go. They're, They're
1: called too.
2: cougars in L.A., John. But that's... <laughs> So, John, just an idea. Just an idea yeah. is, um, you like horror movies, yes? You're a fan yeah. of, of, okay, so let's do kind of like a House of a Thousand Corpses does every country in the world, because it seems like every story you're telling us is the start of a House of a Thousand Corpses type story. I know, right? and, then you're like, and then we just turned around and drove home, and you're like, yeah. what
1: just happened? Oh my god! How are you not murdered?
2: Um, uh, this has been, yeah. this has been that's just the yeah. highlight of my day. It's, yeah. I'm just Ireland's, starting out. And like, Ireland's
1: a great place to, to, to shoot a horror movie. I'm actually working on a screenplay. I can't really tell you much about it, um, but uh, I'm working on a screenplay that is a, a horror movie based in Ireland. This is um, so uh,
2: great so John, you've done some acting and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Um how do you find the resources are for developing things like that? Like Atlas is in the den of of uh, uh you know horrible morals in in LA. So it's a mm-hmm. different thing for him, but you're not necessarily in the hub of entertainment. So for mm-hmm. yourself, how do you find their resources and that kind of stuff? Uh
1: it's very hit and miss. Um there, there are resources, but they are very carefully divided out and very tricky to get. Uh, and unfortunately with regards to the Irish film industry, so much of it is centered around Dublin. Um and yeah, you know, and and the kind of greater Dublin area. Um so like as an actor living in in Donegal, it's um It's Not a barrier for me, but it's a barrier for other people where they're like, Oh, he lives in Donegal, and I'm like, No, 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 don't don't worry about me, I could be in Dublin. That's that's a me problem, that's not a you problem, yeah. You know, well, that, Um, yeah,
2: you're already a a personality, right? Like, you, yeah, you're no longer
1: a real person, you only exist on the internet now, so that's fine. (laughs) Um, but uh, but yeah no like there is a, the Donegal Film Office who um, they concentrate a lot on kind of bringing um, bringing productions uh, to Donegal right. and also trying to stimulate and generate sure. home tourism. Grown. Oh okay. well, yeah, yeah, uh, home, homegrown film industry stuff because there are right. so many workers here. There are so many yeah. um, you know lighting technicians, sound technicians, and cinematographers and all sorts of things. So it's just a case of getting all the people together and also, of course, getting the funding to actually pay people because we don't, I mean, you know, you can do it for fun, but fun doesn't pay the bills, you know? No. Um,
2: Well, tell that to prostitution, but that's, Mm. that's (laughs) sorry, that's a bad
0: joke. I don't (laughs)
1: think they always enjoy it. (laughs) Call them oh. sex workers. They're sex workers. Is that, is that are they, they are? We're in the 21st century. They're sex workers, um, but not, I am I mean, not in the 21st century. Let's be <laughs> yeah, clearly clearly, um, but not. in like I mean, because Johnny Gall has, um, you know, like we had uh, the uh, start, the filming of Star Wars: The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of that. They they shot a lot of that along the 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 west coast of Ireland. All the bits where um, Luke is training. Um, Ray, and uh, yeah, it was like the the weekend that that happened was just hilarious, because um, like it was, it was up at Ireland's most northernly point, up Mallon Head, and um, I didn't tell the story last time, did I? No, nope. no, I don't think. I think so, um, yeah. so like this, so this was the summer of twenty sixteen, and they um, got a um, they had they'd shut off the entire kind of northern um little road uh, that cuz it works in a loop uh, that leads up to Malinhead and so they uh, shut that off but in the week leading up to it of course they were all up there kind of building stuff and uh, so loads of people incuri- including myself kind of drove up and were curious and there on out on the coast on the horizon there was sitting the millennium falcon and it was just <laughs> like that's the millennium falcon that's <laughs> shit girl. Okay. um and, uh, like, there have been rumours for ages even before it was officially announced that Star Wars was coming, you know, particularly kind of amongst folks in the industry, you know, where we'd be talking and kind of going, oh, yeah, so did you hear? Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's coming. Um, uh, a, f- a friend of mine, um, Aideen Doherty, she uh, works for the Donegal um, Film Office, and she was pretty much the reason why it came to uh, Donegal, uh, why Star Wars came to Donegal? Because whenever the location scouts were coming to coming to Ireland, Donegal wasn't on the schedule, and Aideen was like, uh, "Hello, they need to come to Donegal," and they're like, "Oh, we don't have time for it." She's like, "I will literally charter a helicopter and bring them <laughs> to Donegal," and they're like, "All right, well, if you can make it work, make it work." And she chartered a helicopter and she brought Lucasfilm wow. up to Donegal. And they were like, "Do you know what? This is amazing. We should shoot here." And they're like, "I know, right?" Um, but uh, but yeah, then the weekend that they that they finished shooting, um, a couple of my cousins own uh, a, a hotel close by there, and I had given them a heads up ages ago, going, "So because I'd, I'd been playing gigs in in their pub for ages, uh, myself and my friend Niall. Shout out now, McDonough. Hi, I miss you so much now. He lives in New Zealand. He's abandoned me. Oh, um, but um he was my best man at my wedding. Um, uh, but uh, me and Nile, we played in a we played in a two-piece band called Tasty. And we um a band name. oh yeah. yeah, and it was the Sunday afternoon. Myself and my dad had just gone to see Captain America Civil War. I'd and I came out of that only to see a whole pile of missed calls on my phone. I was like, what, what, what? And rang Niall. And he was like, yeah, no, they, the, the gig is a go. They, they, they want us to come up. So we went up to McGorry of Koldaf, uh, which is the, the, the hotel that my mother grew up in. And, um, and we set up in the bar and started playing. And we, um, and as we started playing this little guy comes in to sit down and get a bite to eat uh who turns out was ryan johnson sitting there casually, <laughs> eating his dinner going no oh, this music's pretty good and as the evening went on more and more and more of the of the crew because loads of the crew were staying there yeah. and they were all coming in and coming in, piling in and we were just like this is freaking brilliant eventually daisy ridley was in she was dancing away got a photo with her and it was such a fun we ended up playing for like about four hours and wow. um but towards the end i like, could because you know because usually we play like two two and a half hours maybe um and like i i just have a whole pile of sheets of our different songs and stuff and all the cards and stuff but you know we would just go through each one and Usually we'd be like, all right, yeah, we'll skip that one. But we literally played every single sheet that we had. We were like, oh, we haven't played this in two years. Let's do it. it, it, it. Um, <laughs> but towards the end of the gig, we got um, it was like, right, folks were are uh, coming, co- coming up coming out to the last couple of songs, and this one now goes out to you. And so with it within within the band, Niall plays a guitar and I play the trumpet. And as we sat there. I was like, this is literally the only time I'm ever going to be able to do this at a gig and people will appreciate it. So it's like, right folks, this one is dedicated to yourselves. And the whole place just erupted. They're like, "Yes!" <laughs> and uh, it was just hilarious. And everyone was just like, "Yes, this is the reason why we're here." <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, it was it was brilliant. Such a brilliant night, and. Um, yeah, yeah, that was that. Was, and what was hilarious was there was a guy. Uh, his name was Leo. He was one of Ryan Johnson's um, uh, assistants. Uh, he came up just afterwards, going, "Guys, that was amazing. We need to get you over for the for the actual rap party in London in a couple of months." And we we're and I was just like, "Yeah, cool." Like this was at the end of a very drunken night, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Um, but I was like he gave me his um email address, he's like, email me about it. I was like, fair enough. And so the next day, he emailed him back, just going, Hey, so I uh, hope the head's okay. And you know, um, <laughs> remember, you said that you wanted us to play a big- rap party, a rap party. And he was like, Yeah, and so he put me in touch with a whole bunch of other people. And I mean, every time we got an email back, like I, I, I text now, I'm like they still haven't told us to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they, we are still technically in talks. And uh, ultimately they were like, oh, we, we've decided to go in another direction. And I was like, yeah, there we go. That's that's more like it. <laughs> but I was just like, they still haven't told us to fuck off. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, ultimately they did. But in a very, very, very polite way. Sure. Uh, that's fine. I, that was hilarious.
0: <laughs> you was the head. imposter syndrome didn't fully go away, so it wasn't like painful. Yeah, and they finally oh, no, ex- ex-
1: exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I was busy anyway. I had a whole pile of um, uh, I had a whole pile of shows that summer anyway, so I, I was kind of like easy, easy. Let's not say you were too busy for Star Wars. Let's not say that. <laughs> oh no, home. no. Oh, I I, was had, I had them warned whenever I was asking <laughs> the show. I was like, there is the possibility that weekend. Yeah, I might have to go and play the rap party for Star Wars. Yeah, so probably won't happen, but it might. So I'm just saying, I won't be able to get to that rehearsal. And just then, saying. There's a chance, <laughs> and then they in Canada...
0: yeah, fine. Yeah, like... no, no, really? but look, yeah.
1: me in
2: Canada who doesn't have a pan a band, or play any instruments, would say, hey, listen, just so you know, the rap party for Star Wars that weekend, I might be busy. I'm waiting on my invitation, so just <laughs> calm down, just so you know. Okay? So, that's, whether people believe you or not, it makes no oh difference. Also, too, when you said we normally play two and a half hours, but this time we went for four, I had a hankering feeling that you were like... <laughs> oh, that... Yeah, play that, that's it. Go, play
1: that Any
2: requests? Play that same song! Okay!
1: Like <laughs> 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 Oh, I totally snuck that one in too. It was like, <laughs> now n- went off to get it for, for a piss, and I was just like, oh, well, I have to play this. So just casually sat there and was like, oh, there's, you have to. I
2: feel like yeah, I that's, there's no other option. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised that didn't come first or did it. No. Get you can't no, no, do it too no, early because okay. they'll take you down.
2: They'll be like, okay, hey, exactly. You're doing,
0: right? Yeah. you got to earn their trust
2: and then betray them. That's how it always It makes
1: me more drunk. <laughs> it's also true daisy ridley was lovely she was really really nice uh lovely lovely one were any of them like a mean drunk or um <laughs> no well, well cast cast she was the only one there um uh, mark hamill went to farns which was another pub um i think he was looking for a quiet night but uh, if ever i meet mark hamill i will tell him how much he missed out that night. He missed out a great night's crack in, in McGrory's. You know, he'll never get that experience back. It. You know, yeah. his that's his last he chose to go to Farns, should have gone to McGrory's that night. That was you his know? last chance. He died. Was, okay, he's done. The, it's not... the last Jedi. Come on, man. You know, this was your last chance. No force ghosting in this shit. You have to go. Be happy not, you got a, a second done. paycheck at
2: this point, okay? Yeah. Like you gotta. <laughs> take what you can get mark hamill no. <laughs> i love mark hamill mark Hamill's great He's one of the greatest jokers ever mm. <gasps> yeah.
0: yes and yes. Then all the um the uh, like outside of star wars he just plays villains most of the time
2: yeah, yeah, so, so, so yeah. It, his yeah.
0: he voiced the joker in
2: uh, batman the animated series mm-hmm. uh, and then and the
1: arkham uh, arkham, Asylum.
0: The arkham yeah uh, and the arkham the fire lord ozai and the avatar uh, yes the that's yeah. right yeah.
1: Yeah. i always find that I always find jobs like that like where you know he's he's immortalized as as the fire lord ozai mm-hmm, and like yeah. literally it was probably a day's work you know probably. like yeah. I like I always I always find that funny like when people do um a voice a character who you know isn't isn't in the entire show but like as in like Two or three episodes, but make a huge impact. But yeah. like literally, that's probably a day's work. Less is <laughs> more, they, man. That's but, uh... <laughs> they, but they've gone in and record yeah, yeah, we'll record that, record that. Uh, cool. Yep. Yeah, that's Done. Cool. Thanks for Whatever that show was, that's fine. Yeah. You know, and then it's like he is Fire Lord Ozai. was like, did I do that show? yeah uh knowing mark hamill he totally probably remembers every single gig that he does because he's he's a nice guy right well he's a geek you know he's 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 one of us you
0: know i Uh, I hope they have him because like okay uh, do you watch impractical jokers either of you uh no i haven't seen it so um it's you know we're cooler than that (laughs) definitely (laughs) it's uh four four guys in an improv troupe and then you know they're Doing stuff like, all right, you have an earpiece and you got to do what the other guys say. If you don't, yes. you lose that kind of thing. Um, um, one, of I don't them... live on the moon. I know what it is. I just don't I know. Watch but it. one of them left between last and this season. So every episode, they're getting like a famous person. Like Colin Jost was on one. Eric Andre. I think. I, I think Colin. that'd be cool if they got uh, Mark Hamill for an episode. That would uh, be, yeah. I
2: could you? Like, so Mark Hamill, though, like he's not because he got in that accident a Long time ago, right? So he's got yeah, like, he got far away. yeah, <laughs> exactly. <resistance> right there. <laughs> no, 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 I'm fantastic. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so he's like, he's got a very distinct look mm-hmm. to him, right? So, yeah, but at the same time, people mostly don't know what he looks like up close either. So, yeah, right?
0: mm-hmm. and the whole Clark Kent thing, yeah, maybe. But, I, yeah. I, I guess it depends on how they would use him, but I, I think that would be interesting if he pops up because like they have the head writer of SNL, I'm sure they could get Mark Hanna. Oh, for sure. Well, I I wonder which one is harder
2: because, like, Colin Jones is a comedian and he has to represent himself, right? Also, too, Mm -hmm. he's got to make money; otherwise, he's going to be start being called uh, Miss Johansson, right? That's fine. It's it's a great (laughs) joke, right? It's no, it's a good joke, right? Like that's exactly what you would do. Um, But at the same time, like, Mark Hamill doesn't have to do anything, right? That was the same with Macaulay Culkin, where he's like, yeah, I don't have to do... I can just yeah. sit
1: here and play with my kazoo, because yeah. I'm rich! <laughs> Ta-da! Apparently, apparently, Daniel
0: Radcliffe, too. He can do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah.
1: Apparently, Mark Hamill had, in his in his original contract, which still lasts to this day, uh, that um, when he signed up for Star Wars, because he was like, well, this, you know, this is going to... Because he was into it. He was one of the only people who was kind of like, I love this schlock. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he was like, there's there's, there's gonna to be toys of this so I could would I, would I be able to get a set of the t- the, the action figures um, of this movie uh-huh. And they were like, sure. so they had it in the contract Now I may be getting this, but I'm pretty sure this is the case that he got the um, in the contract it was any action figure that was made based on Star Wars so all licensed material here. (gasps) so ever after that they contractually have to send him whatever new Star Wars action figures that come out so I think he's got like a warehouse somewhere full of all all the Star Wars action figures let's like that somebody double check that out there you know Mm -hmm. prove me wrong but I think that is the thing
2: can you uh, imagine though the like realistically, no one expected what happened with toys to happen, oh, no. right? Like Not same like the, the toy company didn't know, you know oh, they yeah.
1: they had to sell empty cardboard boxes for the the Christmas of seventy <laughs> seven, promising kids, hey kids, so if you something buy this box now, will send you the toys hmm. later because we haven't made enough for Christmas. Yeah, okay. Oh, like, <laughs> it was genius. It was so smart, you
2: know. It's 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 the idea that we had no idea. Like uh, I remember in oh, it would have been grade nine, so I would have been fourteen years old. We did a mm-hmm. tour of the Toronto Stock Exchange, mm-hmm. so we went for the day, and they had this whole tourist area and everything. And one of the things was it was this uh, whole thing of all the things that people have invested in it and what was the most profitable. And it turns out, and this is we're talking now mid nineties. Early 90s, and the answer was baseball cards. And you're like, Oh my god, because that's still true. You're like, Ha, okay, so listen toys. <laughs> I need toys. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I just uh, did a video, John, and I made this on my thing. So that's <gasps> it. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> and Is that it Lego? Actually, uh, it's Lego, and it actually transforms as well. Oh, so, I love it. Uh, yeah, Robots so, roll out. It's listen, it's. it's uh, become a new well, I got that for our my anniversary uh with my wife but I'm like yeah I'm the coolest it's Oh yeah well now I'm doing uh if you can see that up close oh you can't cuz the green screen Cuz the green oh, screen yeah. <laughs> Interesting No I'm making uh the tumbler Oh that's pretty cool That's so far
1: Oh very good Of oh.
2: uh hold on I
1: have one? a model of the Millennium Falcon, which I have had probably sitting in a box for about 15 years, Nice. which I am looking That's forward it. to building eventually. That's pretty cool. That looks cool. Yeah, I, my wife got that for me
2: before we got married. That's over seven years ago. So oh I'm like... God yeah i'm gonna build it on the internet okay she's like first comment as soon as i started the video she's like it's about damn time i'm like i love you don't leave me yeah i'll never love again
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm i'm very much looking forward to it. So, so like as i was saying before a lot of my um projects have kind of been on hiatus for the yeah. last year while we get in here sorted but mm-hmm. i am so looking forward to not living in here so that i can live in here and yes um, i know exactly what you mean so that i because because i have um yeah because my output on my youtube channel has been ish at the moment the Um, last thing
0: was the ukraine yes uh, that video about
1: ukraine which Um, was fantastic by the way it was thank you very much um and um and I have uh, Monarchs of England Part Three coming out at some Ooh. point, um, but uh, but again, it's it's just like every moment that I am not putting into getting that house finished is another moment of not living in there. So I'm just like, uh, I've 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 learned yeah. so many skills. I now know how to tile a wall. I now know how to tile a floor. I know how to tape and joint a wall. It's very exciting stuff. Wow. Um. But yeah. Uh, but that yeah. Once I get sense. up. Once I get here up and running, I am mm. going to do video game streams. I am going to do art streams. I'm going to do all of the streams. Just things that I can sit and relax and have space for. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Yeah. And well, especially uh, when you hand
0: draw every cell. like that, mm. that must be so painstaking.
1: Well, funnily enough, now since 2020, Manyman has been digital. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's, I I cool. I use a couple of techniques so that it still looks hand drawn, uh, hand drawn. Particularly with the with the colors, I have a couple of little special um, okay uh, ways of of making it look like it's still colored in with the markers. Cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that's been. Um, I'm and I'm so glad that I went digital when I did because it because uh, I've. Really learned a lot, and like, oh, part of me was just like, why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> um, but uh, I've and um, I've been learning a lot more about animation and learning a lot of little things. I've been working at the moment, actually, I'm working on a project called Fado Fado, which is the Irish language for a long time ago or um, once upon a time. Um, and um, it was um, what was I gonna say? Um, okay, I'm sorry, yeah. John. That sounded yeah.
2: made up. That sounded made up. Okay, <laughs> for for no, that, no? Yes, that is real. Tell me that's real. Does.
1: Oh, that's completely real. Yeah, it sounds made up. And then you oh, pause. I'm like, hey,
2: yeah. hey, don't mess with us, man. That's not yeah, fair. For no,
1: for, <laughs> though, for though. Um, But basically, we've been working <laughs> with no, uh, we've been working with teenagers um, from different uh, ethnic backgrounds living in Ireland and gathering their stories and yeah. animating them. Um, so I have been. For the last like week and a half, two weeks, I've been animating, and for the next week because we're screening it on the 16th, so it has to be finished <laughs> by the 16th. So I'm still working on that. Um, hopefully, f- future self will be uh, jo- future John will be looking at this going, You got there, you got there. Um, but yeah.
2: Yeah. See that's that is a very cool thing. Like I, I myself am, am in the same kind of uh, situation without all of your resources, but uh, it's like I'm just trying to figure out. I'm like, what do I want to do? So I'm like, I'm trying Lego and doing other stuff. I'm like, let's. Uh, after this, I have a review. I'm doing these, and I'm like, listen, which Tim so bits. very so very obviously should have been Beeb's bites. You went Tim Beeb's because you guys are ridiculous. Like immediately you failed, but whatever, that's fine. So. I don't know. I don't know what to do, John. It's very confusing. (laughs) Um, Should we go on for the next question? Since we've completed this contract with a million different things. This has been a great conversation, John. So I'm sorry that we're taking up so much of your time this afternoon. (laughs) It's fun. Uh, okay, so what was the time when uh, you were looked at as the adult in a situation? We asked this before, and you well, had felt had a like an adult. spectacular yeah. answer. Sorry. I'm <laughs> glad
1: you rephrased that, because the answer that I had in mind was uh, I, I, when I felt like an adult. Because um, it, was, it wasn't when, it, when, when I was the adult in a situation. But funnily enough, it was, it was when watching certain films. And you know when you go back and you watch a film that you grew up with and you realize different things about your life, but specifically the films of Edgar Wright, of the, the, the Cornetto tr- trilogy, of watching Shaun of the Dead, and but even more so actually going back and watching Spaced, uh, the the, the two-season series that they did before oh, yeah. that um, Simon Pegg and Jessica Hines wrote. Um, which is all about being in your early to mid-20s, living with friends in apartment and found family, and you know, and struggling to survive in life and all of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I remember uh, it was about two years ago. I went back and watched it because oh, I loved it. I loved space. I watched space when I was about 18 years old, and I was like, This speaks to me, ah, and then <laughs> watching it again when I was about when I was about 28, uh, 29, 30. And I was like, huh, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond this point in my life now. This is quite <laughs> interesting. And, I just imagine you saying these things
0: out loud to the TV. Oh, completely! Uh, so yeah. I am beyond this point in my life. Honey, are yeah. you
1: okay? Uh, nothing, just realization. It's mild existential crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just watching this and like the, the things that they're worrying about and the things that they're concerned about and fighting yeah. for. And I'm just like, that is just not a concern of mine anymore. <laughs> you know, it's just fascinating. Like, you know, just that, oh, where are we going to live? And, you know, try, trying to, you know, go from, from house to house. And don't get me wrong, there are still many people my age and older sure. struggling with the absolute Horror—that is the rental sector in so many places, horrendous. But still, there, there, there were certain aspects of that. But even now, going to *Shaun of the Dead*, where I have now overtaken that in life, where that is a film about being in your late twenties, going, "What the fuck am I doing with my life? Where am I going from here?" Mm -hmm. And I'm, and I, and and it was still one of my favorite films. I watched, I watched it in the cinema when it first came out. I was about fifteen. Ah, oh, amazing. Um, but then going back and watching it, having gone beyond 28, 29 and I'm watching it going, huh I know I I'm beyond this. And But like it's but it's so fascinating and like just seeing, uh, like just having that kind of moment in life of seeing where you are <laughs> look at where you are look at where you started little Hamilton um, yeah. mm-hmm. but um the fact that you're alive is a miracle. Just let him have it, let him have it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to do. um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's just funny watching Shaun of the Dead now and going, Wow, I I I have in I mean I'm still trying to sort out my life in a lot of ways, but there are a lot of aspects of it where I'm like, huh, no, I'm 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 actually past this point now, and I'm currently kind of in the moment of hot fuzz of you know learning learning how to um (laughs) learning how to not work so friggin much and learn how to switch off and learn how to actually live and enjoy the quiet life a little bit um and i and i i look forward to the day when i look at world's end uh you know because that's still ahead of me that's still i still look at world's end and going i'll i'll get there at some point where i'm Looking back at my whole life, at the, up until that point, going, oh, shit, those were really good days, weren't they?
0: <laughs> um, but uh, nah, it's. I gotta rewatch the tornado trilogy because I think I'm somewhere oh, between. Oh, so good. Yeah, somewhere between Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, somewhere in the. It's
1: it's yeah. funny. I, so I I always, so Shaun of the Dead is my favorite of them. Same. I, I think it is. It's the best film. Thematically and everything that it does, Hot Fuzz is much funnier. It's much more obviously funny, and it's much more. It has a much broader appeal, I think, than than all yeah. three of them. And where a lot of people tend to stumble on on the World's End and kind of ah, but it's not as good. The thing about World's End, which I think is just brilliant, is that it has a, there's a moment in the World's End that is. Infinitely more powerful than the than in the other two movies, and you know we're including the bit where he has to shoot his own zombified mum, but that moment. Uh, th- 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 that ultimate spoilers for World's End, by the way. <laughs> I should have given spoilers for Shot of the Dead. It's, just, it's,
0: not, yeah, uh, it's over it's 10 Completely years ruined up. for so, so many people. It's, it's like so, 10 years old, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. People just yeah. rediscover mental Don't worry
1: about it. of the it. It. Dead is nearly 20 years old.
0: Oh, no, no, no. I meant World's End. World's oh, World's World, yeah, End. yeah. World's end's, yeah. end's 10 years old. Yeah. Um, no, but, Shaun of the Dead's like, what, 04 or something? Uh, like 04, that? yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, but with World's End, just that entire idea of. You know, this guy who just didn't make it out of his 20s. He he didn't even make it out of his teens, you know? He was just chasing that dragon, trying Mm. to relive those golden days. And that moment at the end where it's revealed revealed that he's been actually in, in an institution all this time and that he has bandages around his wrists and that... This guy who Gary King, who was just the coolest. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're watching this guy, this guy's mm-hmm. delusional, but like who he thought himself to be so cool. Yes. It's just so deeply tragic and pathetic. It's just oh, it's a haw. Oh. Well, it just kills me every time.
2: That's the best you know? part about that trilogy, is that yeah. no not one of those movies is the same, mm. yet yet is completely. Uh, if not obscenely accurate to and true to life, where you're going, yeah. oh, that's exactly what would happen. By the way, I'm going to rephrase that question going forward. It's going to be, what was the first time you said, and fuck them kids?
1: That's uh, pretty much that's <laughs> gonna, What was that?
2: Uh, <laughs> I said, fuck uh, them kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, uh, I feel like that seems yeah. um, uh, yes. yeah. that's in somewhere. Previous guest of
0: ours. Yes. Fair enough.
2: Uh, okay. So we have a couple more things. Do you have some more time, John? Yeah, sure. You're okay? Yeah. Alex, yeah. you're okay for time too.
0: Uh, yeah, should be fine.
2: Yes, okay. Okay. Yeah. So first, uh, if we can, John, I know you have a ridiculous amount of subscribers and everything, but please, where can everyone find you on the internet so they can like, share, and subscribe your content as well, please?
1: You can find me at John D. Ruddy on Instagram, YouTube, Patreon. Huh? Um, Definitely support my work on Patreon uh, monetarily. Um, also, tw- you can find me on Twitter, on Twitch. Twitch haven't been doing much on Twitch yet, but watch this space. Um, but yeah, they're the main ones. Uh, YouTube obviously is the the big one. Then Instagram, Twitter. Um, I'm probably forgetting something. Also, you can go to johnd.ruddy.com to find loads of photos of my random gigs, and you can find Manny Man merchandise there and all sorts of stuff. I've got like a I've got posters and I've got a hoodie of all like the forty how many is there now forty five presidents. Um, that wasn't a dog whistle, that was there have been 45 presidents, 46 presidencies. Because yes. Grover Cleveland was the 22nd and 24th president. Yes, I think yeah. so, yeah. Um, He had so, somebody yeah, in, the yeah. so that, that yeah. the, in the middle. So technically, that wasn't... Benjamin Harrison was in
0: the middle. Yeah, what's that? Benjamin Harrison was between him, the two. Uh, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, apparently when they left the first time... Uh, I, I think it was either his wife or his daughter told the staff like don't uh don't worry about us we'll be back or something like that like <laughs> oh god'm uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's like a you know game of telephone type of thing like
1: oh of course there, yeah like, I, there's there's so there's so many great stories in history mm-hmm. and you know you, you always wonder is like which one of these are actually true like obviously the big the big events, hundred percent. But like, there's all those. I love those little anecdotes. There's a great one. Um, there was a, a guy whose his name was Theobald Wolftone. Tone. He was known as the the father of Irish republicanism, and not a hell of a not, life not, life. not 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 like American republicanism, as in we want mean. a republic yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. Ah. And, um, uh, and and in 1798, there was a rebellion. He ended up getting captured and was um, he was sentenced to death uh, for treason or whatever it was. Um, probably As even. one
2: is, yes. Yeah.
1: And uh, he wanted a soldier death by firing squad. And they were like, no, we're going to hang you because you're a traitor. And he's like, find well, fine. Then. And he slid his throat in, in jail. Damn. But they went in and, well, at least this is the story, but they went in and tried to suture him up, you know, to make sure that they could hang him. And the orderly there was like, right, well, he's um, he, he can survive, but if he ever speaks again, it'll kill him. To which he responds, so be it. And blah, yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that's incredible. Such yeah. is the story. It's a great not, story.
0: It's a great story. It's a great story. That is a great story. Yeah. yeah.
2: I was thinking more the Earl of Sandwich or fornication mm-hmm. under consent of the king, but you know, sure, that yeah, one works too, yeah. John. Why do you have to just make it sound so fancy? I don't oh no. That's why you should follow him, everyone. That's fair. Um, so <laughs> the last <laughs> question we have, uh, which I'm oh, sure. Whoa. What? Oh, for us. Find us yeah. at
0: Generation Dan on Twitter, at Generation underscore Dan on Instagram. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, or my other show at Nexus at Night. That's a better trading card Guardian. I challenge, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
2: challenge you to come find me. How about that? Bring it. Okay, you can find me. I'm in Canada. Hunt me down. Go for it. I am the biggest predator in most all dangerous Canada. game. Yeah, definitely. Let's do this. That's, <laughs> you mean, know what? My... I need content. I need more content that's not Lego based or comedy based.
1: I'm trying to ex- expand my empire.
0: So they're all and, gonna uh... come
1: to Canada. Get 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 their Timmys, <laughs> and then uh, follow. Her. Her.
0: Uh, follow Caleb, who's not here, at Caleb Seaman Duff on Twitter. Yeah, but it was, was it. here for the last two episodes. So, yeah. but I wasn't. I don't
1: know. I don't know if this Caleb guy exists or not. I no. I, 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 I can't vouch for him.
2: <laughs> John, your Canadian uh, impression is um, spectacular. Spectacular.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, actually, actually, what? Just two t- two seconds. Two seconds. Yes.
2: Okay. okay, it's been hilarious. Yes. I got a hockey jersey. Oh my god. <laughs> when you're Winnipeg Jets,
1: yes. yeah, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> uh, Canada's finest. I was in, yeah. um, uh, I was, I was, I was in uh, Winnipeg uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and I was yeah. like, I'm gonna buy a hockey jersey. I've never, I've never been to a Jets game in my life, but I was That's like, okay. I want a hockey jersey, so I got a Jets jersey.
2: Absolutely. Listen, I <laughs> actually, I would tell you that. Um, uh yeah, I saw you were in Winnipeg and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Because I'm like, yeah, Winnipeg is far from me. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, hey, Winnipeg, yeah, uh, there's nothing to do. Good job. <laughs> so uh that's one of the things is if you go to like an OHL game, uh, which would be like where like they're they're league, mm-hmm. uh, that's where like it's younger guys who are still fighting for their shot. So it's
0: mm-hmm. way more intense. They're not throwing away their
2: shot. yeah, no, 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 they're committing. To everything, like everything is at a hundred percent. Like, and it's it's uh and that's not only for the violence, that's also for the gameplay. I'll tell you that. It's for the personal interaction. You can see and and also too, like it's like 15 bucks, and you're two rows away from uh the boards, you know. It's definitely something to invest in.
1: I've been to one hockey game in my life, and that was in Belfast. Belfast has a hockey team called the Belfast Giants. And, uh, probably about 60% of the team were Canadian and, uh, the others were Swiss and Swedish and, you know, (laughs) standard for all of America, sir. Don't worry. (laughs) That's
2: just how it is. Um, okay. So. Then uh the last question we have before we go into our, our next segment was uh most memorable set. So this is essentially any sort of performance not necessarily that was really good but just
1: mostly that good, stands bad, out in your memory. Crazy anything. Yeah. Well I, think, well I think I answered that with that Star Wars game, <laughs> I <laughs> think That's so. True. Yeah. Let's yeah, see. So. Oh shit. Yeah. I, I I knew you told me there were there there, there were four um uh yeah. Four questions. I forgot to prepare this one.
0: Well, because like the way I worded it when we were talking was uh, craziest thing that's happened like on the job.
1: Yeah, craziest thing that's happened on the job. Oh, so just been much. this entire fucking. Episode. Yeah, I know because last
0: <laughs> la- last time you answered with um uh, uh like Hitler offing himself and I like, oh, yeah. to draw that. <laughs> that's right. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, actually. I- <laughs> Oh so there there have there have been some um uh, there have been some times whenever I'm doing shows so I I have a a stage version of um Manly man does history right. and it's Manny man does the history of Ireland on stage which is 75 uh, minutes of a, an absolute roller coaster ride through Irish history. Uh, where myself and um, my fellow star Louise Conahan, she's one of the funniest people. Oh my god, you just need to get Louise Conahan onto this show, she's hilarious! Right. Let's do um, it. She's an actor based in Belfast, um, but she's from good old Donegal as well, mm-hmm.
0: and she's hilarious.
1: Um, but she, um, but yeah, I right, so so touring during that show what's really cool about doing that show is in different parts of Ireland, different moments in the show will have a different resonation because yeah. there's diff- different parts of the history happening in the different places. And so, like, mm-hmm. down in Wexford, we start talking about Vikings, we start talking about 1798 Rebellion, they're like, hey, that's us. So, you know, in Donegal, they're like, oh, Flight of the Earls, oh, that was us. Um, or in Dublin, they're like, oh, yeah, half of the friggin' story. You know, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. all everything revolves around Dublin. Great. Okay. Um, but there was a moment. now, I'll say this, this is a, a much more somber um, moment. Um, but it was it was electric. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were doing the show in Derry, um which for anybody who doesn't know, is a city in Northern Ireland and has had a very troubled past throughout the troubles. As as they're known for anybody who wants a kind of a crash course chill guide into it, look watch Dairy Girls. It's available. I've seen that show. It's so good. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's hilarious. It's so good. Um, and it's it's kind of classic Irish in the way of you know what what what, what better what better way to address this absolutely horrendous moment in history with with teenage girls laughing over it you know um but um <laughs> kind of but, yeah. yeah yeah but no D- dairy is a great city um and uh, and there were loads of uh, loads of moments throughout history but leading up to that show i was so intimidated because i was just like because because the moment um the moment where i get to talking about the the troubles in the show you know i i I don't joke about that, you know. I'm like, yeah. That's not, there, there, there are a couple of moments where, uh, you know, I choose not to. You know, don't joke about the famine. Don't joke about the uh, the troubles. And, um, but I was like, here I am, this at the time thirty year old, about to tell the people of Derry what happened in the troubles. You know, know. it's just like, oh, <laughs> it's like mansplaining. Yeah, to, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I was just like, oh. God. No glass bottles in the facility, please. Just no... no, uh, no. And so and, and and so, you know, we're, we're getting to that moment where we're about to go into that section of the show. And I was just like, oh. Because then there is a specific bit in it where we talk about Bloody Sunday, which was is, um, horrendous. You know, people yeah. will know the, the U2 song, Sunday mm-hmm. Bloody Sunday. Um, and some people will also know the song Zombie by Cranberries, mm-hmm where a lot of people don't realise that is a song about the troubles in Northern Ireland. It's a song about um, people be about these atrocities becoming so commonplace that people just become numb to this news, which sadly is something that I think a lot of Americans are finding with so, so much of the gun violence at yeah. the moment. It's horrendous. It's just this. We've become zombies that would just, oh, another bomb. Oh, another another killing, you know? Um, so this was all the, the, the kind of weight of this. And so, yeah, so uh, Bloody Sunday in Derry was, um, there was a, a peaceful protest uh, going on that uh, civil rights protest in 1972. And uh, the British army ended up opening fire on them and killed. Jesus. Th- four, 13, 13, 14 people. Um and oh, it was it was horrific. It's yeah. it's one of the darkest days in, in Irish history at us and I was there in this theater, in the Playhouse Theater in Derry, which is literally five minute, ten minute walk from where this <laughs> no. happened, and I'm just like. Oh but, oh, but, but, but like, it, but it was, you know, it was powerful and I used that and I used that energy and like, you know, and the way that I tell it in the show as well. So like, cause I was, cause a lot of the show is big and wild and playing different characters, yeah. and making fun of things. But I was like, how do I do this? And so I kind of chose, I'm going to, I almost kind of took this and how would you explain this to a child? Mm-hmm. And so I, as my character explained to Louise's character um, and she was very innocent character and just kind of going, Oh, I didn't realize this was the way. And so I explained, you know, yeah. And in Derry, uh, you know, uh, British forces opened fire on unarmed civilians in a protest, killing 14 people. And that too became known as bloody Sunday. And like just the energy in the theater was just this, it was, it was electric you know, it was powerful. It was, um, and I had people coming up to me afterwards, you know, cause, cause like, this is the thing, you know, not only are you within walking distance f- from where it happened, but like, there's, there's people in the audience who very well may have been there. Yeah. yeah. Or or had who, friends who were
0: there. So or family. or who were siblings yeah, family.
1: Who were murdered in it. You yeah. Know? Like. And and I'm and I'm just like I I I want to do this justice, I don't you know and, and 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 some people came up to me afterwards and they said that that was that was powerful, that was really good, it was very well done, um and that and I was I was very proud of that and what was really nice about bringing it around different areas around Ireland and particularly going around Northern Ireland because there are still some places in Northern Ireland that would be very much kind of. One ways of political persuasion or the other. Mm-hmm. um so like in Cold Rain, for example, it would tend to be a bit more of a, the kind of unionist persuasion kind of more pro- britain. Mm-hmm. um and we did the show there as well. and a couple came up to me afterwards and and I, and i, and I, do, I do keep I do keep my the the narrative as kind of balanced as I can yeah, I had a couple come up to me after it was an older couple, and they were like, do you know we didn't quite know what to expect going into this and initially we were kind of like oh is, is, is this is this the right thing that what we chose to come see but then like we come to the the, the moments where um and they were like you know you, you you did a really good job of it and you told you told it from 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 both sides in a very in a very good way um so that was something I, uh, I was quite proud of. Uh, And I hope to bring that show back out on the road again. We toured it, and we premiered it this time, um, oh, my God, four years ago now in 2018, and then we toured it in 2019, and then we were supposed to bring it to uh, Wisconsin, to um, uh, what do you call it, Milwaukee Irish Fest Uh in the summer of 2020, but then 2020 happened. I don't know what you're talking about, John. I have no and hope. then I have this, hope. and then this spring, we were in talks and bringing it to an Irish uh, culture festival in March, in Moscow. Oh, huh. but <laughs> then that happened.
2: So, That's a lot of <laughs> jokes that we can make about um, Irish people in Moscow, I feel, and mm, I think in this day and age, I've already hit that limit for this episode on things I can get away with, so (laughs)
0: I feel like this is probably a good place to stop. <laughs> uh,
2: well, you know, let's be honest. Uh, I think I think that we, uh, Atlas, and I, and Generation Dan should be proud that we've introduced the entire, the rest of the universe to, uh, most notably, the man with the biggest uh, testicular fortitude in. All of Ireland, if not oh, the continent of Europe. John D. Reddy for being able to say that yes. stuff in those areas, because God, I would not. But, have. I just yeah. been like well, I'm gonna skip it. Let's let's. Can we perform outside of the town limits? Maybe that's. <laughs> I'll,
1: give, I'll give you. I'll give you one more. There was another show, a, a, a similar show about Irish history that was doing a couple of years before that, and one of the moments. And um, so the thing about dairy as well is that it has a contentious name, in that um, uh, some. I'll say most people call it dairy, but um, officially within the kind of British establishment, it is London It was renamed in the 1600s as oh. part of the plantation, and so generally, kind of pro-British Unionists would call it London Dairy, and um, uh, other people would call to be it a dairy. Dick. That's it. Yeah. A- and um, we'll I'll say no more. Um, but yeah. uh, but, there was, but there was a show. Uh, we were doing it in Belfast. It was all about the Easter Rising, the big rebellion in 1916, yeah. and it was the two characters who were telling the story. One was uh, an Irish Republican from Dublin, and one was uh, a, a Unionist from Belfast. And so the the first guy and we did this show in Belfast, and and uh, the, one of the opening lines was the guy was saying. Um, Talking about one of our other shows about the siege of Dairy, and I shout out "London Dairy," and there was a guy in the audience who just shouts out "fucking Dairy here," and I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) "Okay, that's that's how this show is going to be going." And I was waiting backstage to come out. Wearing an Orange Order sash and a big drum, singing "It was hard, but it was good." There's, there's a very contentious um, yes. organization that's pro-Britain, and if there's someone in the audience who's willing to shout out "fucking dare here," they may not take too kindly to someone coming out in an orange <laughs> sash. And I was like. Oh, this is going to be a fun show. And <laughs> it's called Blitz. Blitz. It's called Blitz on the Play. No, no, it was it, it was a great show. on the third, yeah. I enjoyed it. But sure. uh, you know, oh man, <laughs> dude, well,
0: <laughs> thank you so much, John D. Ruddy, for coming oh, on You're generation most different. welcome. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, this has been fantastic.
2: Yeah. Thank you. This is uh, well, this is one of the great things. But, yeah. Uh, so, like, comment, uh, and also check out John Ready stuff, everyone, because yes, it definitely. is uh, absolutely That'll fantastic. be down in
0: the description slash show notes. Absolutely. Um,
2: we'll put links and everything. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and get back to doing clips. That's on me. Um, he, was, I a, he was I on vacation,
0: and I'm lazy.
1: So. Oh, also, um, yeah. and you, there was one more thing that I should mention, is my podcast, because I, too, have a podcast. Oh. Um, Please. Yes. Called uh, Where Many Have Gone Before. And uh-huh. it is all about you watching Star Trek for the very first time. Yes. But, uh, uh, by the way, has have you
2: started doing that? Because I've been watching all of your stuff and I'm like, hey, where's mm-hmm. the, the thing? Is it just an audio or what is it?
1: It's audio at the moment, although I am planning on putting up video okay. for... I, I'm I'm, I'm going to do an illustration from each episode cool. to, as a visual to chuck it up on YouTube. Um, nice. But I'm going to start putting them up on YouTube. Awesome. Probably on a separate channel yeah. and also um but yeah once once I get my studio up and running again because that show has been on hiatus for a year now. Because um, we talked about it last time and I was like, hey buddy, listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we'll definitely get 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 in, but uh just oh, yeah. I I need I need spa- I need physical space and I need mental space to get it back up and running again.
2: that's totally reasonable anyways
1: this has been generation dan everyone please like comment subscribe
2: and uh follow us and uh we will be back yeah Yeah, tell a friend tell your employer listen it's a great way to quit be like these guys told me to boom (laughs) right in the face and then (laughs) run run very fast bye everyone.